Hey everyone, welcome to the Green Scene Podcast. I'm Jeremy Safran. TGSP is the top global cannabis podcast. Everyone has questions and we'll cover the stories that matter and showcase the guests who make a difference. This week on TGSP, what's one of the few things you do when you're about to launch your cannabis-related company on the Canadian Securities Exchange? Well, we have a special guest on this week, and according to that special guest, Jim Pakoulis, he's the CEO of TransCanna Holdings, he says you should try and interpret what the cannabis landscape will look like in three years. Now, in 2022, will the cannabis industry just be in the wild, wild west phase or the mergers and acquisitions phase? Will TAP, Jim's acronym for tobacco, alcohol, and pharmaceutical industries, dominate the industry? Well, Jim believes it's vitally important to be constantly looking at the complete landscape to help him grow TransCanna into a successful and profitable enterprise. As we conclude 2018, it's become fairly obvious that the cannabis industry is attracting the attention of major companies in major industries that are investing major dollars. Now, the $4 billion investment by Constellation Brands into canopy growth, Molson Coors Brewing just announced that it was partnering with Hypothecary Corporation and even tobacco giant Altera, owner of Marlboro, is investing $1.8 billion in the Canadian cannabis company Kronos Group. It's late December in Vancouver on a rainy, rainy day, and we recently caught up with Jim as he finishes TransCanna's IPO preparations. Now, Jim Pakoulis has a fascinating background in the cannabis space and was truly one of the first pioneers in the industry. In fact, in 2010, he did a reverse merger and ended up over the next two years creating a cannabis-centric company with a market cap of close to a half a billion dollars. Jim was truly one of the first cannabis professionals back in 2010 to understand how incredibly large the overall industry could become. And Jim says that industry is going to be all about compliance. What we're seeing is a new version of the cannabis industry taking place. And that new version includes transparency, disclosure, significant compliance, and basically adhering to the rules and regulations. California is the world's sixth largest economy with a population of almost 40 million people. And according to BDS Analytics, sales could hit $5.1 billion in 2019 alone. That's where Jim's expertise in his new company called TransCanna Holding comes in handy. During the last year, I was analyzing the marketplace and I saw that a lot of organizations were growers or extraction companies or dispensaries, but I felt that there was a parallel ecosystem that was um, being overlooked. Transportation and distribution, and the second is branding and design. And my thought process was with that, in three years from now or four years from now, where will the California marketplace be? It's safe to say that we've all heard about a company called Weed Maps. Our guest this week ended up acquiring Weed Maps back in 2010, and he's been on fire in the cannabis space ever since by creating multiple successful businesses. But here's Jim. I'm going to let him explain his history in the industry. I'm from California. In 2010, I saw how fragmented and, and somewhat challenging the market was and thought it would be a wonderful opportunity to do a reverse merger. Acquired a variety of different assets in the medicinal cannabis sector, did a management 
contract with the medical office, and we grew that operation from five offices to 16 offices in which would issue letters of recommendation to patients coming in and closing roughly 12% of those patients into our facilities. Most importantly, though, was a technology finder site, which was Weedmaps. And so as CEO and chairman of the publicly traded company, uh, I was fortunate enough to have participated in growing weed maps from, from literally zero revenue. Stock went from roughly 30 cents to $5 on heavy volume trading and also got one of the first, if not the first, cannabis market cap in the close to half a billion dollar range. So it was a, it was a wonderful opportunity. It was a great baptismal by fire, um, created a precedent in a variety of different ways during that time period. And, and one of the most successfully publicly listed companies, regardless of, of the, the index or the sector. And during the last year, I've been, uh, I was analyzing the market. I felt that there was a parallel ecosystem that was um, being overlooked. And that ecosystem uh, e- evolves around two different primary items. Number one is transportation and distribution, and the second is branding and design. Now, this is important because if we look to any mature cannabis market, we're starting to recognize the importance of branding. In fact, 94% of consumers are likely to dismiss a brand due to a poor design. And Jim says we all recognize well-established brands, and that's why Transcana Holdings is already acquiring key assets of an existing cannabis branding and design company who specializes in just this. And it already has 23 existing branding and design contracts for various cannabis operations in the state. The branding and design contracts derived from the principals who have significant experience in the music industry for branding and design, as well as the alcohol industry. They understood that the cannabis industry was truly in the embryonic stage, that deliveries were still being done with garbage bags or turkey bags. Very difficult to differentiate different manufacturers once a consumer gets to that dispensary. As in any type of product, and I don't care if you walk into a bar and you look up 50 bottles in front of you, you see Jack Daniels, you recognize it immediately. You see a Grey Goose bottle, you recognize it immediately. You go to the grocery store, you see the Colgate tooth, you recognize it immediately. Same thing is going to take place within the cannabis industry. It's not developed there yet, and we hope TransCanna is one of the leading entities that helps bring the branding and design to the cannabis marketplace in California. When recreational cannabis legalized in California on January 1st, 2018, it may have seemed like farmers and some operators were in for a gold rush. But with it came more rules and regulations. Perhaps what we now know, a year later, how important the transportation and distribution business would be to the entire cannabis industry in California. But with all this compliance, Jim says some of the smaller operators who are doing quite well, meaning they've built a brand and a community, but they're having a hard time keeping up with the regulatory challenges and the capital needed to comply. While TransCanna, through potential acquisitions, want to help those brands and allow them to keep doing what they do best. Whether you're a baker and you have a good product or maybe you have the best vape in the biz. When we speak to these groups, one of the requirements for us to entertain them as a potential acquisition is the fact that they've already established the relationships with the growers the extraction facilities, packaging companies, or they may have it internally. And just as importantly, they're already selling items on the shelves. What are they lacking? One, it is so expensive in California to be in compliance with the rules and regulations. Number two is the accounting 
uh, which is somewhat of a Herculean task in order to do it right. Number three is the legal aspect, uh, just taking care of the contracts, making sure all your paperwork is in order. And the number four is the financial needs that these entities have. You need capital in order to grow. In the summer of 2018, packaging was a major issue, and the state amended the packaging rules several different times to have to repackage or even potentially destroy products that had already been packaged is a very, very expensive endeavor. Um, So what we bring to those entities is the ability for them to stay in their lane, we'll work on milestones with them, we'll predetermine where we want to see them six months, a year down the road, and based on that, we'll provide them with the relative amount of capital as well as with the compliance, accounting, and legal uh, services Uh, So they can focus on what they do best, Jeremy, and that is to go ahead and move their product to the dispensaries and continue and get those re-up orders. So what are Jim and TransCanna's plans in the coming months? Well, TransCanna Holdings will be going public on the Canadian exchange with a tight share structure, too. Jim says that this will ensure the right mix of investors are behind the growing organization. And with a solid business plan and impressive share structure, the company plans to be listed on the Canadian Securities Exchange by the second week of January, just around the corner. 2019 is shaping up to be one exciting, exciting ride in the business of cannabis. We hope you enjoyed the show. This is just a tease. We'll have more on this company as well as many more and more stories about this fascinating industry and the new technologies within it. I'm Jeremy Saffron, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us on TGSP this week. We hope you like the show. Don't forget to go to our website, www.thegreenscenepodcast.com, subscribe to us, and rate our podcast. We'll catch you next week.